0: Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father in heaven, as we stand on the threshold of a new year, we look back, we see the year just passed. Sometimes, Lord, as we look at the year, we are anxious to move into a new one and put the one that we're finishing up behind us. Other times, Lord, we're a little bit afraid of what the future might hold. We were comfortable where we're at, and now we're not quite sure. But Lord, you remind us that all things belong to you, including time, and that you work in our lives in a timely way. Lord, we pray be with us this evening as we look back, as we look forward, but especially as we celebrate who you are. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So let me be the first to say it, Happy New Year. Fireworks go off later tonight and we can celebrate. And as I said in my opening prayer, we can maybe lament at the year past because I know for many of us, we want to put it behind us. It wasn't the best year for some of us. For others, perhaps it was a great year. But we measure things by time. We are always uh, wrapped in time. It's a part of God's creation. And so I know on Sundays when the sermon gets long, some of you are going like this and checking it out. Are we going to get out of here on time? Right, Al? I don't have a oh! <laughs> <laughs> we measure everything. Time. Days, weeks, hours, seconds. It's a part of who we are. It's part of what makes us tick. I know, bad pun. It's okay Eunice, I couldn't resist. But it really is. And so let's take a look a little bit at time. One of the phrases that I like is in God's time. I like the phrase because it first of all reminds us that it's His time. It all belongs to him. He is the one who created it, who shaped it. We read in Genesis that He's the one who put the sun and the moon and the stars in the sky to measure the days, the seasons, and the years. It belongs to Him. And that's important for us to remember. The other reason I like the phrase is because it not only points us to the fact that it belongs to Him, but it also in a roundabout way or sometimes a direct way reminds us to be patient. That some of the things that we long for in life and some of the things that we hope for in life, it's all in God's time. And we can try to rush things and we can try to do it on our schedule, but sometimes when we operate that way, It's like we're banging our heads against the brick wall and not getting anywhere because we're trying to push it before God wants it to happen. And so it is this whole idea to wait upon the Lord and to be patient. So important for us. I think it's true when we when we study scripture sometimes we come across the a difficult passage and we keep going, I don't quite get it. And maybe we come back to that same scripture a year later and I still don't understand it. And then at the right time, we come across it and it's like God turns the light bulb on in our head and it finally makes sense. And we go, well, Lord, why didn't you you give me this insight before? And he says, because you weren't ready. It wasn't the right time. When we talk about time and God's time, it also has to bring up the whole idea of prayer. Because so often we are praying for things to happen our way and in our time. And God doesn't always answer prayers in our time. The old humorous way of saying it is God answers prayers three ways, yes, no, and wait. And we're not a people who like to wait. If you're like me, I remember when the microwave first came around, I would put a cup of coffee in the microwave that was cold, push the buttons and stand there and wait patiently for it because it was still faster than doing it the old way. Now I stand in front of the microwave and I go, hurry up. And someday someone's going to invent something that you just go, bing, and it's done. Or we get into that proverbial fast food lane in the drive through restaurant and we get stuck behind somebody with a very large order and when we get to the window, we want to make that sarcastic comment, I thought this was supposed to be fast food. We are an impatient people. We're impatient in our lives every day and we are impatient with God and yet God works in His time. The fullness of time. That's when God promised to send forth His Son in the right time, in the right way, in the right place. God had been promising a Savior in the measure of our time for thousands of years. But He picked that tiny place in Bethlehem for the child to be born. He told us that hundreds of years before it happened. He picked a young virgin in Nazareth to be the mother of the child. He told us that hundreds of years before it happened. And we go, why wait? But God knows the perfect time. You see, for God, He knows when time is right and when we are to wait upon Him. God's timing is always Perfect. Now we take that to our lives. It's hard to understand when we face illness or disease or struggles with our health to say that God's timing is perfect. In fact, sometimes we like to say, God, where were you when these things happened? somehow God is always working even through those events in our lives. And we may not see His intent or, or exactly what He's doing until many years later when we look back. We see, pick up my daughter, you all know she was sick this summer. She got to ride in an ambulance down the hill from way up at 8,500 feet down to Colorado Springs. And apparently while she's in the ambulance one of the medical attendants is looking at everything and saying, you're going to have to live in a bubble. Your life isn't going to be very good. And she looked at him and said, my life is in Jesus' hands. No matter what happens, I'm okay. Is that about how it went? Here she is. <laughs> right? No bubble, no, bubble. no bubble. Because why? Her life is in Jesus' hands. My life is in the hands of Jesus. So is Rusty's and Penny's and Eunice's. All of our lives are in His hands. And I told her, and I don't know if she remembers this, I said, the only reason maybe you got sick was so that you could share your faith with that guy in the ambulance. We never know how God is going to use us even in the midst of the difficult things that we face. We heard that in our lesson in Romans earlier this evening. That all things work for good to those who love God. Even in the challenges that we face, with the struggles that we have, God is working in our hearts and in our lives. He touches the lives of doctors and nurses or family members or friends. Wherever we go, as we wear the name of Jesus on our hearts and on our lives, God uses us in the time that we have. Whether the psalmist says 70 years or 80 years if we have the strength, God uses us every day I've always said that one of the beautiful things about going to heaven will certainly be in the presence of Jesus. But I also say that it's going to be when somebody walks up to you and says, thank you, and you go, I have no clue who you are. And they go, well, you shared your faith with your friend at work, and your friend at work came to faith and shared his faith with his daughter. And his daughter dated my best friend. And because of that, I'm a believer and I'm in heaven. We don't know. But we know that God uses time. And that he's a patient and loving God. So much so that he, he literally knew the day that he was going to have his son Dying a cross for our sins. He not only measured the year and the day, He measured the hours. We see it in the account of His crucifixion on the sixth hour, on the third hour, on the ninth hour. Hour by hour, the account of the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior. This one that that God sent into our world in the fullness of time to bear our sins on a cross in payment for us. God measures time from the moment we're born until the time when we go to heaven to be with Him. Time. What are you going to do with The year stands before us. What steps are we going to take? What prayers are we going to say? What things are we going to face? We don't know. But it's all in God's timetable. It's all in His hands. And that's what He invites us to do. To rest in His hands. And to know that He's in control. And it all belongs to him. Our lives, our salvation, time, and eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.